This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we're talking about the episodes Crash and Follow You Down. Um, I can't believe we're getting so close to the end. Um, All the energy is just moving forward. Um, I look forward to revisiting Crash and checking out what Follow You Down has to offer. What does the helmet that Michael find say on it? Griffin. Where, and I'll accept either a uh, name of a state or a just general location, do Jesse and Mr. Evans spend most of this episode? Delaware. That was my question. Oh, it was? Yeah. <laughs> um, what is written on the back of the photograph Michael gives to Cadet Connie Griffin? Daddy's angel. It's daddy's angel. What is the cutest moment of the episode? What is the cutest moment of the episode? Uh, when Maria tells Michael to go do something good now? That's cute. That's probably in the top five. But no, it's when Maria walks over to Michael and Michael like puts his hand out like he thinks they're going to embrace because he's a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. And then she punches him in the shoulder. Okay, that's, all, like, that's good too. That's also very cute. Um, what do the Air Force guys get at the crash down? Uh, two brown malts, so probably chocolate, <laughs> and brown malts, <laughs> <laughs> probably chocolate, probably chocolate, yeah, and uh, a burger. Yeah, but they don't end up getting those burgers. They they're out of there before those burgers arrive. And I think they just order one burger. Yeah, it's just one burger. Yeah. What um, what what a that dude that like hitman guy whatever he is working for the air force he was like a Fargo character. He was like a Fargo character. He's also to me, and again I've watched the show many many times. Yeah. But he to me is so like Nasado and how Nasado is when we first meet him. Yes. Except I mean Nasado when we first meet him he's pre- when he's pretending to be Tess's dad he's like playing a character so he's like fake friendly and stuff. Right. But like when we see Nasado when no one else is around, yeah, he acts that, like that's this what guy. This guy like is this, like. like so he's a sociopath. But it's like yes. it's weird. And the, I think the first time I saw it, I probably thought he was an alien. Yeah. Because he's so he's unhuman. so strange. Yes. <clears throat> and so strange in the context of like he's doing something like high level for the Air Force. Yeah. But like you never see him in uniform. Mm-hmm. Um he's just like well, it's not him. It's Michael uh, disguises yeah. him just walking freely around this base with like ultimate clearance to just like go anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 a very strange dude who is then like blowing up cars and like ramming people mm-hmm. and then like being like, hey, let's go get malts. Like yeah. he's so weird. He's so weird. And doesn't seem to take joy in anything he does. No. No, he's like a Fargo character. He's like a he's, Fargo he's character. He's the Billy Bob Thornton character yes. from uh, Ugh, yeah. the first season of Fargo. But it's good. It works. Yeah. I think this continues the streak of Roswell as prestige TV. I will agree with that. Um, it, it, the, the, the one moment that didn't strike me as prestige was seeing the huge blink, blinking red light on the camera that was hidden. Well, in you Maria's have to room. remember the times. You do have to remember the times. And we, we did see the cell phone yes. in the, the scene preceding it. That, like, it's big, it's clunky, it folds and, out. And we've had literally 20 years of hidden cameras that yes. look better. Yes. But, like, I think at the time, what you would expect Mr. and Mrs. Evans to have is some old, clunky, 
VHS recorder that... It just makes me wonder how Isabel doesn't notice a blinking red light. (laughs) I mean, until the lights went off, I don't know that I would. Yeah, I don't know. I I think if it's in like a bookcase, Mm -hmm. as it was... I think it would like cast off a red glow like around the like corners of like ar- around the shelves. Yeah. I just cover it with a little gaffer's tape. That's all I'm saying. You think Mrs. Evans knows about gaffer's tape? <sighs> or she could cover it with nail polish. Yeah. That would do it. No, what, what if are you it was, talking about? If it was about? dark enough? <laughs> nail polish on a light? Yeah. It's not flat. It's not even. Well, you just got to paint over it is what I'm saying. You can't. You're insane. <laughs> Tape, sure. Tape is a great solution. Nail polish or any kind of paint is not a solution for a blinking light like that. I think if you cover the whole thing thick enough, <laughs> I think tape is the solution here. Tape is the solution. We have a solution. Let's not keep digging. You said that she wouldn't have gaffer's tape. Right. I don't right, think she, she did anything wrong. <laughs> Mrs. Evans did nothing wrong. Uh, no. The but- only thing that she did wrong, I think, is let herself because did you see because in the first season of Roswell we didn't watch every episode together yeah did you see the episode where Max stops the grease fire yes okay I did so mom has fucking known yes because at the end of that episode she's watching a video where Max is standing over a dead bird and then the bird flies away right Right. So she has already put together, my children have magical powers. Or Max has magical powers. Or at least Max, yes. So, but she's kind of just sat on that information for two years. I mean, she actively buried that information, right? Yeah, I mean, she never told Philip. She saw it. She acknowledged it and was like, that's, I guess, not even acknowledge it. She saw it. Yeah. She was like, here's what that would mean. And was like, no. Well, and also Max begged her. Right. Please pretend like you don't know what you right. know. Right. I'm your son. Don't put us all in danger. Right. Like it's bad if you ad- not admit what you know. So pretend like you don't know what you know. And he's. She said okay. So she's going along with Philip now, sort of against a promise yeah. that she made two years ago to Max and to herself. Yeah. And like you can sense that there's like reluctance in her when yeah. when Philip is like, did you do the th- thing that mm-hmm. I, I told you to do and she's like yes yeah um, i don't feel good about it she does not feel good about it but she watched the tape fast enough she did watch she the didn't tape wait for fast. him to come home yeah it's true you think they ate all those pancakes she made a ton of blueberry pancakes. she made a lot of pancakes i don't think isabel has that big an appetite i don't think she's a huge eater yeah i would believe like, that she probably just eats normal amounts of food i don't think she binges no she doesn't eat like eight pancakes but her mom's very nervous so maybe right. your mom ate a lot of pancakes um what is your uh when you're making if you're making pancakes uh what is your preferred like preparation or do you put like what do you put in in a pancake i pancakes are not a go-to for me right i'm a french toast person probably number one mm-hmm. waffles number two pancakes come up with the rear so i think i and so when i do a pancake i tend to just do a Normal pancake and usually plain pancake, plain pancake, yeah, probably made from mix, yeah, like, well, yes, I think, and no problem, like, I don't think there's any, I don't think a, like a homemade like pancake from not mix is like gonna be any better. Than, how would I know? How would we know? I don't know, they're basically the same thing. I assume I've never made You've them never from, done scratch. It from scratch, okay, I, yeah. 
I've never made them from scratch. I, uh, I'm not a pancake person. Yeah, we do pancakes from scratch sometimes, and it's never, it's always more work than I want it to yeah. be. And then, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't get anything out of a pancake. It's yeah. just like a ball of sweet. Are you a put stuff in it? Yeah, we're a chocolate chips. Okay. Um, but and like, I think I would rather a no. I don't know a blueberry. There's something about like the hot, wet fruit inside there. That like yeah, I don't mind it in a muffin. I don't mind it. In a I muffin. would say that really when I even when I'm having pancakes, which I it's not a priority for me, but when I do it, <laughs> I'm doing it to get maple syrup. Yes. Yeah. So I don't really need hot wet fruit in there. That's not going to get me closer to maple syrup. No, not at all. In fact, it gets you further away because then you've got that like tartness. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the no. I want maple the syrup. I want yeah. the sweetness or like I want the. A doughiness from the pancake, and then I want maple syrup. Right, which is kind of why the waffle is superior yeah, because it's, it's got, got those little, little pockets and the crustiness. I think. Oh yeah. And I'm a like, do you like the inside of the bread or the outside of the bread? I like the outside of the bread. Right. right I mean, right. I like all the parts of the bread, but like, because it's bread. Some people were like, yeah, if you, I would live with my crust cut off every day. No, no I want get the that crust. crust. Get I'd that rather crust. have all my bread dug out than all my bread with no crust. How about you? Uh, let's see. I ooh. That's tough, because even it if- It gets rid of a lot of sandwich bread. It does get rid of a lot of sandwich bread. I, I mean, I like I do like crust. I eat crust. I, but the, the soft inside of bread is also very appealing. Like when they give you the guts at Jimmy John's, the bread guts. I'm not interested. I don't care. That they scoop out? You're not interested in that at I all. I just had a sandwich. I don't need the guts. I have the bread. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Well, I'll give them to you. It's like my pickle. You're welcome to have it anytime I'm eating a Jimmy John's. But I don't have them always dig out. I, I don't live in a world where I have to choose. Right. So right, I don't choose. Right. I think it would, be, it would be weird to have to choose. Yeah, it would be some kind of strange hypothetical. Some really strange hypothetical. Yeah. But I think you're right that French toast is the best of all of these. French toast is so good. Because it has its own, it has its own thing entirely. Yeah. Like, it's eggy. It's... Cinnamony. Mm-hmm. It's a good vehicle for uh, maple syrup. It's got crust and soft. It's yes, got both. Yes. And hopefully you're making it with some good bread. Yeah. So you like eating the bread too. Yep. Yep. I mean, honestly, it's good though with even shitty bread. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's, that's true. It's still pretty it good. It churches up some, some bad bread. Exactly. Really it easy. makes yeah. bad bread better. It makes good bread great. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a French toast first person, waffle second one. So like pancakes. Especially because I live alone, so it's it's not like a cute, fun thing. I make a bunch of pancakes and then sit down and, and eat them. And then what do you do with a bunch you of pancakes? You have to eat them all. Yeah, that's not fun. And the, you're going to make two shitty ones at first. So you <laughs> right, because you always forget ones. how to flip them. Right, yeah. so you can't just make someone else eat those. You have to eat them. Uh, yeah, you can't just give those to the kids. No. Um, yeah, and also like ordering pancakes somewhere, that's... Okay, if we're going to have this pancake conversation in August of 2022, we have to talk about it. What? Are you aware of this guy on TikTok? No, what guy on TikTok? Okay, it's not the first time I've ever heard of this, but this guy, was. this is embarrassing for him. So (laughs) he lost his fantasy football league. So what he had to do is go to a diner, stay at the diner for 24 hours. For every pancake he ate, he could get an hour off his time. Okay. He ate. Four pancakes in four hours. What? Wait, he ate four pancakes in four hours. Yeah, I don't know the rest of what happened in his story. I assume he sat there for another 12. 
So or sixteen. So wait. All he has to do is eat a pancake and get an hour off his time. Right. And he's supposed to be in there and for- And the pace that he sets for the first four hours in the diner- one pancake per an hour? hour. What is he doing? He doesn't want to get out of there. So there's a bunch of girls, women, and there might be men, but I'm not seeing them on TikTok. But So I'm seeing a bunch of women on TikTok who are eating 24 pancakes. <laughs> Just to like be like, this guy's like, this sucks. isn't that. Well, I mean, of course, that makes me think of Pancakes Divorce Pancakes yes, of course. from re- Review, yes. um, which is an, a masterful episode of television. Great episode of television. Is it 30? Is it 15 and then 30 pancakes? Do you remember what the numbers are? It might be 15 and then 30. Yeah. So that the first time it's like, uh, it's a, a harrowing ordeal, but yes. like he gets through it, right? Uh, and then he goes through a divorce, <laughs> and then he has to eat fifty or thirty yeah. pancakes. Um, and it's like a yeah, a truly revelatory uh, half hour of TV. Yeah, maybe that's influence brought in this this. It's not a prank. What do you call when you lose a punishment? Yeah, it's like a yeah a punishment. But I think I don't love pancakes, and I feel like I could I could probably eat tw- I could definitely eat twelve in twelve hours. I mean, it depends on what size pancake we're talking about here. Diner size. If it's a regular diner size, then yeah, you can do it. But like, you know, there are those pancakes from the griddle that no, are like- No, okay. That, those are- They're like an inch and a half pancakes. tall. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. no. Those size of a large it. plate. I haven't had the griddle in so long. It's, that's way too much pancake. That is, I don't think I could be eat sh- two That of should those. be sh- a shared plate experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shouldn't be one person pancake. It should be a shared novelty experience. It's, that shouldn't be a meal. Well, you share it with enough people, it can be a meal. Yeah, okay. I still, I think you need something else, is what I'm saying. Yeah, side of bacon. Uh, so our uh, alien friends here are are helping to save someone they've never met before. They have like, yep, they've a got one off mission. Yeah, it's like an A team episode. It is like an A team episode, and I do feel like, and I don't think I ever thought this before, but these last three episodes feel like we're gearing up for this is what the show could be in a fourth season. That's awesome. Of course, we're not going to We're not going to get, get, get that. it. But like it, these three episodes I feel like are showing you, okay, leave high school behind. Yeah. The here's the kind of stories you want to tell, here's the kind of conflicts that there are. Um and it's just it makes for really compelling TV. Yeah, well like for someone in Roswell to be investigating uh like alien stuff that's going on while also being aliens like yeah i don't know that's that's kind it's kind of like what if the x-files were aliens yeah that would have been cool that's super cool yeah like that and, and also just like where, where i what i thought we were going to get at the beginning of this episode um with like you know michael stumbling upon this like crash site yeah of like what if michael like just set out to or max or whoever um to just uh eliminate any any other future aliens that came to roswell to be like, you will not bring the attention of the Ooh. UFO community uh, to to uh, to Roswell again. So just to like wipe out any other aliens. So it's always like an alien on alien brawl. That would be fun. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be cool. But I mean, it still could happen because yes. there is an alien ship. We yes, don't know there's something. Out we there. don't know if there was anybody on it. Right, but our but we don't know about unmanned. We don't know that unmanned ships exist. So right, we should assume that there was probably aliens on that ship. Uh, and we have a little piece of that ship. Michael has it in his pocket. Yeah, a little piece of something. Little, yeah, good point. A little piece of something. But yeah, that came from the ship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we got some really good Jeff Parker. 
Got some great Jeff Parker. So excited. He's so excited. He thinks that they're going to call it a UFO and mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge boon for business. He gets out all of the things he bought at some point from Amy DeLuca. Yep. And like hangs alien them neckties. Up. Alien neckties. Little balloon alien guys all over the place. I'm surprised I have not seen one of these alien neckties in your apartment before. It's so ugly. Yeah. But uh-huh. it's an alien uh-huh. Why, what are you about to say? from this show, Ryan. Uh, you think that some... Okay. Yeah. This show is not that famous. I know. You think that there's a way for me to buy one of those neckties? Probably. Where? Etsy. Someone could... Ma- no. No way. <laughs> I've looked at the Roswell Etsy section. So have I. I got you something from I know. From you got there. me a beautiful <laughs> little Maria, Maria doll. She's yes. so cute. Um. But yeah, I don't, the show is not big enough. The show's not. For a prop that appears one time for the purposes yeah, of one, one joke. Yeah, for one joke. And they probably only made a couple. Yeah, that's I don't true. think there was really a box full of them. So for me to be able to. Maybe there's only the one. The then one that even Max more, how would it be in my house? I'm just, I'm just saying you're like the biggest Roswell fan there is. I'm a pretty big Roswell fan. You're a pretty fan. big Roswell fan. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's enough. I have one of those blow up aliens in my house. Is I'm, that not enough? No, you, I'm saying you're a very big Roswell <laughs> fan. I'm saying you're doing a very That's good job of being a Roswell one fan. One that Jeff Parker is deflating <laughs> in an, in part of this episode. You don't think I have enough Roswell in this house? I think you have plenty. I'm just surprised that that was I don't was have of one it. of those ties. A tie. It's not a judgment, I don't own, Ryan. I don't know an <laughs> I'm just a surprised. tie, let alone a tie with alien and swat. Enough ties it. to justify right. a tie rack. Exactly. <laughs> um I uh how do we feel? About this moment where uh, Michael and Max have kidnapped the uh, the psychopath um, that's helping out the I don't does that character have a name I don't think so or he, it's not even clear to me like what his how how do we describe him the weirdo that works for the Air Force yeah mysterious man mysterious man um they have him like tied up mm-hmm. um in their apartment well because he broke into Michael's apartment he to broke in yeah probably murder him. Um, and they're wearing alien masks, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Max is projecting that like green yeah, shield his wall shield thing. thing. Um, and they're like uh, effectively torturing him by spinning him around in this chair. Yes, uh, and interrogating him by uh, huffing helium so yep. their voices are high. Yeah. How funny. do we, how do we feel about this? Scene? I like it. It's funny, but it's also like it's. I guess this was the era where we were starting to see protagonists on tv shows torturing people just oh i guess i didn't think it was that bad he's they spin him around i mean this is like how you play dizzy bats like they spin him around a bunch of times they spun him around a lot real fast with alien magic they here's the thing they threatened him for sure but i would not say they tortured him this is not jack bauer I don't know. I think this is a pre- look. Just he doesn't even throw up. This show's predicting so much uh, prestige TV at this point. We just because we don't see him throw up doesn't mean that he doesn't throw oh, up. Geez. They they must keep torturing him for a while because uh, they He's get a bunch of information. First, yeah, on him. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I was like, oh yeah, the, the uh, notes of twenty four here. Perhaps I think it was a goofy little scene. Uh huh. Um. I don't think the guy plays it like he's being tortured. But he plays it like he's dizzy. He's a psychopath, though. 
Uh-huh. So, like, if you're torturing Billy Bob Thornton's character in Fargo season one, how does he treat it? Well, in Fargo, you would actually see the torture happen. Right. That is also true. I think if you spun that character around a bunch in a circle, <laughs> it would look a lot like this episode. I'm just saying you're condoning some light torture. I think it's the threat of, it's because really it's when they threaten the fist probing. That is true. He says, we're going to probe you. And then he does the he fisting just, he motion. He just reveals his hand. Yes. And then pulls it in a fist. So that's, I mean, that's, a that's lot. worse. That's a lot. <laughs> that's, to me, that's more problematic is that it's the probing yeah. threat. They threaten to, to anally sexually assault him. him. Yes. yes. So that's they, the, the threat of assault is much worse than the spinning around in a chair. I'm, I'm taking the, the, the whole of that scene as a, a, as, a as a torture scene. Yeah, that's where we were in America. <laughs> Although, because this, this season would have been the the 2000 2001 season right like uh 2001 2002 oh okay oh but even still so this is probably 2002 so they were probably filming it in 2002 yeah yeah okay so uh like just just after but it's it's hard to say when exactly we that started to be reflected in all the pop culture i think 24 was a big turning point yeah and uh, 24 was what like 2003 three something like that yeah definitely post 9-11 but i can't remember the exact year what a what a weird thing to happen to the world and then to yeah. uh, movie and TV's, TV shows that we just, like, were okay with torture and stuff for a while. Well, we had to be so that we could be okay with what we were doing on a global scale. Yeah. I mean, it's not – I don't know. To me, it doesn't feel it weird. It doesn't feel weird. It feels it just, about just feels as bad. logical as possible. <laughs> but It feels okay, like yes. exactly what one would expect if you wanted to, like, inure the public yes. to certain things. You wanted to make it so that they could feel like – it's okay for us to, as a nation to permit doing torture, then yes. Like it, I guess we've got a good energy tonight. <laughs> We're both combative and I'm not really sure why, but, but it's serving the show. Well, right, right. Um, yeah. Weird is wrong. It's fucked up, I guess is, is, what, is it, what, what I meant to say. Um, but anyway, our, our fucked up boys are doing it for good reasons, uh, so they can help Connie find her dad. Well, they're doing it to a murderer. They are also so doing that, it to a So that, I think... Yeah. And then putting him in a position to be murdered as well. Do you think they know that, uh, they're going to execute that guy before they take the hood off? I mean, they're definitely, no matter what, they're setting him up to be murdered, whether he's murdered. Yeah. Oh, you, th- I think they were always, cause it's. Definitely the or is Air it Force just a body swap? Sh- these people are shown as cowards. Yes. So I don't think that man could look in the eye of Griffith and shoot him. Yeah, that's true. I think true. he's going to shoot him with the bag on. That's and- true, because like moments ago, he was telling uh, Colonel Griff- Colonel Griffin? I can't remember. Colonel sounds right. P- Peter? Yeah, Peter Griffin. What? No. <laughs> no, his name is Peter, though, his right? His name is not Peter Griffin. Hey, I think his it. name is Peter Griffin. <laughs> I think that on another night I would accept this, but I'm fighting you on this. And this would have been after Family Guy. (laughs) We're gonna look it up between episodes because I think his name might be Peter Griffin. Oh my god! I don't know how to look this up, even though it'll be too hard because there's been like 25 years of Family Guy. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, there's IMDb. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, But the the fact of the matter is that uh, Air Force guy was telling him, uh, you know. 
couple hours earlier, like, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to kill you. We've got protocols. Yeah. Like he doesn't he's not even like a tough guy about it. He's no. just like, this is what has to happen. Yeah, this these is are the rules. These are the rules. Rules say you have to die. Yeah, it's not a flattering portrayal of the Air Force. No, not at all. Especially because they're working with this weirdo from Fargo season one. It is kind of interesting. Last week, we murdered someone from the FBI. And this yeah. week, we got an Air Force guy murdered. Yeah, so I guess the, like, uh, support our troops uh, side of the 9-11 um, I don't think that's, TV, that has not that, affected that this That has yet. not affected this show. No. But this show, the Air Force has always been, in, in the world of this show, the Air Force has always kind of been an enemy of the truth. Yes. That's like a... Yeah, it's a carryover yeah. from the early days of the show. Yeah. And just sort of necessarily that like it's obviously the Air Force versus the aliens. Right. And then our the aliens are our friends and our heroes. Right. Um but this uh this sequence where Max and Michael like break onto the Air Force base. Yes. Um where do they get two IDs from? Obviously they have um the cycles. Oh, they ID. can he can take he any can piece of paper it. and make it an ID. Okay. Um and are they so they're they're just they don't have to be like scanned or anything. I just want to. It know doesn't the, look like it. It looks like they flash. I mean, they recognize the one guy. Right. Right. And then they yeah. And they just, just flash, flash IDs. That's, yeah. I guess that's right because Which, um, Michael does like actually swipe that one ID, yeah. but we never see Max do that. No. Okay. Here's something that we learn in the season finale of season one. Nisato teaches Michael how to change his face. Yes. But, he, but yeah. then in this episode, he doesn't change his face, which I had forgotten until we saw it again. He doesn't change his face. He puts a mask over his face and then changes the mask. Right. And the question is why? A little bit why. Like, unless... Well, okay, so a couple things could be true. One, the show could have decided to retcon this, this idea. Because that would have been giving... Michael and all of the aliens a lot of power. If they could shapeshift all the time. Shapeshifting is a tough power to introduce to any show or movie yeah. or, or like comic universe. Because then anytime anything happens, you're like, but is it actually that person doing 100%. it? A hundred percent. So I could see the show was like, because uh, the show hasn't mentioned it in the past years. Like when we've watched Michael right. practice his powers after Nisato died, we don't see him practice that. We've right. never seen anyone refer to that power. We've never... No one ever says, use that secret power that you have. Right. So it's never come up. Um, but. So it could be the show just deciding to walk that back. Right. Which is smart. I think it that's could smart. be Michael being scared that he doesn't have enough skill to do it. Or maybe that he doesn't want to be like Nisato. Oh, that's sweet. I think that's OK, right? That's, yeah, we can, I like we can that root reason. it in character. Yeah, I like, I like that, that reason. I like that. Um, and it also makes it so much funnier that so funny. when he's walking around wearing that dude's face as yeah. a, a rubber mask, that it looks crappy. It does. It looks like like it's about to peel off. Yeah, which is very funny. It, yeah, it is funny. Um, and, you know, fun for the, you know, not a heist. It's not a heist, I guess. The infiltration. It's a little bit of a heist, right? He's Yeah, they're something. doing a body swap and then yeah. they're. There's a body swap. There's a, a a little bit of like Max uh, pretending to be someone he's not, mm -hmm. uh, the, like pretending to uh, assume some authority that yeah. he doesn't actually have. Um, but yeah, it, it is funny that those those Air Force guys are also like totally spineless and are like, oh, he said not not to look at him. This 18 year old kid, and I know Max doesn't look like he's 18, but yeah, it's still very funny. It is pretty funny, but it also is. It's like 
and I can't remember if we get any more in the next two episodes, but it's another opportunity for Jason Bear to play somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fun. Yeah. I like I like when he gets to play someone who isn't Max Evans. Um, I like that too. I think it's very good. Um I sometimes I watch this episode and I feel like they're pushing a chemistry between Michael and Connie. Yeah, well, he he does give her like a kiss goodbye. He gives her a kiss goodbye. She kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And then at one point, uh, Max is like, "What's the attraction?" And then he's like, "Wait, between no, he he said, did you uh, were you involved in a crash, or it's 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 a, a collision maybe? A collision? Yeah. The 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 play on words." Uh, that implied that, like, did you hook up with her? Yeah. Is something like crash or collision. It's something like that. And then he's like, what, me and Connie? He's like, with her? And then he's like, no, no, no. No, you silly Billy. No, you silly Billy. Um, I don't think it's really, I mean, I think Mike, the actor has chemistry with people, but I was not. Yeah, no, I I don't ship it. No, I mean, not just because I have an OTP already, but just like, I don't, uh, she's got a lot of things on her mind. Um, I was introduced to a new ship on Twitter yesterday. Oh my goodness! That I was like, okay, I can sort of see this. Um, do you see Top Gun Maverick? No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's in Top Gun Maverick. Okay. <laughs> it's uh Miles Teller's character. Okay. Um, uh, Rooster. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the like asshole on the on the on the team, uh, Hangman. You were introduced to that? I was introduced. I was not aware of the shipping dynamic before. No. Wait, are you talking about the one played by what's-his-face? What's whose face? What's the name of Hangman's real life? I I don't know the actor's name. Um, It's not Glenn whatever? The, like, breakout star of Top Gun Maverick? The breakout star of Top Gun Maverick. You here's the thing. I don't know to whom what you're I'm referring. finding out yes. is while I have not seen the movie, I think I have been much more plugged into the discourse. I have not been involved in a lot of I discourse. I think his about... name is like Glenn. Oh shit! Just like a, he's a... the guy from Set It Up. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <sighs> we're gonna we're, look. This is another thing we're gonna figure out. We're gonna figure it out right now. Uh, Glenn Powell. Yeah, Hangman. Yes, obviously. From the trailer, from the pictures. How would this not be the number one ship of the movie? What I, you, could, you're could, saying Jennifer Connelly look, and Tom Cruise was the number one ship of the movie? Absolutely. What? No! I have not seen the movie, and you're I not sh- seen, will not stand for this. You've not seen this. the movie, so I don't know how you're speaking from any place of authority on this. I was not. Because I have eyes, and I know how to ship. Of course that's the ship. It's the next generation of Iceman Maverick. Are you going to say you've never heard anyone talk about shipping Iceman and Maverick together? No. Who ships Iceman and Maverick oh together? You know what you sound like? Who ships Ice like and Mav? I feel like Who ships Ice and Mav? Everyone watching the movie that's Top insane. Gun with their that's eyes insane. open. <laughs> are you jo- are you joking? I can't tell if no. this is a bit. That no, I that doesn't I feel like you're gaslighting me. No. I've talked about ships with you for I don't know many years, five years, and that's never come up. That's never come up. I think you watch these movies with your ship blinders on because they're flirting. That whole what did you think was happening when they're playing volleyball? Okay, but the volleyball that's that's omnidirectional. That's everyone is flirting with each other. Patrick, 
So I also think that Mav and Goose is a ship. What, what, Mav what? and Goose makes perfect sense to me. Oh my god, I can't believe it! Just you were I I I'm blown away. You're blown away. I just don't read it as a ship. It doesn't. It doesn't read that way to me. Are you not aware of enemies to lovers? I am aware of enemies to lovers. So so. When you see two hot enemies, you don't think there's a ship there? That's what hot enemies are. No, I understand where you can draw a ship from that. I've never seen it. I've never seen the ship in that. In that specific, between those two characters. I'm not saying that I've never seen an enemies to lovers ship. (laughs) Ryan just cannot believe what she's hearing. She is flabbergasted. You caught me flat-footed. I still am not sure if this is you wanting to keep this combative thing going. And I, you're just... I'm keeping the combative thing going. That's me. <laughs> I believe that's it's me. What it seems that you like. said to me, I can't believe you didn't see this ship <laughs> between Hangman and Rooster. I would honestly, if we went to AO3 right now, yeah, I would before this conversation, yeah. If you would ask me what I what the number one ship is probably for AO3 for Ma- Top Gun Maverick. I would have thought, I don't know if I would have known their names. I would have thought Miles Teller and Glenn Powell. Right. Just An actor because whose Glenn, name I don't know. Glenn Powell was the guy who everyone on the internet was excited about coming out of that movie. Okay. So, hottest person, always in the ship. Yeah. Main character person, also in the ship. Boom, ship. He's sort of a main character person. Well, you're not going to ship Tom Cruise with anyone. No, How you, many fics do you think on AO3 have Tom Cruise as Ooh, one of the people? Ooh, what a great question. I don't think very much. Who could, I mean, you're, you're saying Mav Iceman. Yeah, that one probably. Okay. That might Honestly, that might be his most shipped. I, I'm not saying that. Pe- uh, okay, when I say Days most shit, <laughs> I'm talking about fandom specifically. Right, right. And I right. guess that's where I feel like you and I have a disconnect. Is I think I'm maybe more plugged into through TikTok or whatever, plugged into what the the fandom peeps are shipping about. Right, right. I so, don't. I don't engage in that. Yeah. If if we took a poll of America. And they said, what's your favorite relationship in the movie Top Gun Maverick? The number one movie for many weeks. Right. In America. In America. Some people are going to say Tom Cruise (laughs) and Jennifer Connelly. But none of those people have read a fanfic. Some of those people are going to say it, though. People are going to say I mean, my mom would probably say it if she saw the movie. Do you think your mom has seen Top Gun Maverick? She's not very into the military. Oh, well, I can respect that. So um, I, she, if I suggested it, maybe she would see it, like, for me to be nice. But it's good. It's a fun movie. I'll see it when it's free. <laughs> I mean, I've got this long without spending fifteen dollars on it. I'm not gonna spend twenty. Yeah, that's 20. true. That's true. Um. Plus, apparently, the number one ship in it isn't that strong because you can't even see it. I. I mean, we we can we can shit? discuss it again when, after you've seen it. I guess. <laughs> If you want to rub it in my face and call me dumb then, then that's fine. We can do that. You're just not that good. I thought you were better at ships. I thought. I am good at ships. You. Oh, my God. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) We just did outright aggression at this point. It's kind of fun. 
Um, this is a good energy for us to work up before we start <laughs> an episode of Ron Wild, New Mexico. No. How are we going to get through it? We will. I, be- I believe in us. Um, do we need to talk about the, like, Isabel, Jesse story? Most of our questions were about that. Yeah, I think we've got it covered. Yeah. I mean, I will say that Phil is very unreasonable asking Jesse to pretend like he's not his father-in-law or his boss and just friend and tell him <laughs> yeah, all it's, his it's secrets. Yeah, it's too much. Like, the, the, the power imbalance there is... It's impossible. It's impossible. That's because, and I th- I think from Phil's perspective, he thinks there was a time when they were friends. But from Jesse's perspective, he's been fucking your daughter this whole time. And so been anytime, his boss the whole time. Like, yeah, so yeah. this whole time, he's been nice to you. But the whole time, he's been having sex with your daughter. And right. So was he ever being genuinely your friend? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, you also have to imagine that they are in this dynamic where even if the daughter wasn't part of it. Sure. That they are in Delaware together on mm-hmm. business, hanging out in like a fancy like smoke lounge or smoke bar lounge or, or like something. men's club or it's something. Some place where they're allowed to smoke cigars inside. Yes. Um and and the chairs are like tall wingbacks in dark leather. Yeah. Um but uh that like that Jesse as the employee is like along on this trip and they're going to like open up to each other like that well if not you're, to if you're each on that, other well right just the one way <laughs> um if you're on that trip as jesse your guard has to be up yeah honestly i don't know i think i'm going to work in, in my hotel room i don't think what i'm do going mean? to go smoke cigars oh yeah 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 i think we had our last meeting i'll see you i mean that is how i am at business trips right i show up for all my appointments <laughs> But once it's done, no, I don't want to get dinner with you. No, that's I want to go you, eat a bad burger in my hotel room. Right, because if you go out to dinner with these people, you're still working. Uh-huh. That's still work. And honestly, that's that's a great point. Because I've had that feeling with bosses before mm-hmm. where I can tell they're off work. Right. But you can't I be. can't I don't get to go off work. No, because you still They're just having a nice dinner. Yeah, exactly. But, like, something that you say or do in that dinner could come up in a future review. hundred <laughs> like, percent. And, and no one would even be like, no, that was out of bounds. Because there's no such thing. There's no such thing there's as, like, no out such- of bound time. Yeah. If you're in their presence, you're working. Totally. But Phil's just trying to get it, pump him for information. That's true. Phil is, he's, he's on a mission. He's mm-hmm. got a goal. He's recruited his wife. They're going to do whatever they can to get to the bottom of this and then and then what though like that's my question what is phil's what is phil's ultimate goal is it just find out what's going on or is it find out what's going on and then help the kids find out what's going on and then destroy the kids like what i think he still loves his children yeah i don't think he's maybe i i don't get the vibe that he is trying to i mean here's the thing he doesn't know if it's something he illegal. doesn't know what it is. Yeah. I think if it were something illegal, he would be more likely to turn them in than not turn them in. Mm-hmm. But given we know what it is, I don't know that. I don't know. It is connected now to a lot of illegal actions. Yes, it is connected to illegal actions. Including murder. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he'd be down with the murdering. But I think he. I don't think he's out to hurt his 
children. Right. Even though his quest has alienated both of his children. At this point. But from his perspective, they did it to themselves. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't think his goal is to hurt. I don't think he thinks himself as someone is to hurt his children, even if his actions are hurting his children. Uh, well, I was just going to pose the the hypothetical that I'm sure we will just see answered in the next episode. Yeah. But like, you know, what does he do then when he discovers like, oh, I guess Isabella's magic or mm-hmm. like what like what 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 do you think? What do you what do you think is the first thing that comes to mind when you see? Uh, I go witch. I think you go witch. Yeah. There's something about that, like a, a, a vortex of like books and stuff lying yeah. around the room that feels very witch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be my go to as well is witch. Or possessed, maybe, mm. if I was religious. Yeah. Are they religious? Are Do the Evanses? Uh, they celebrate Christmas. Oh, boy, do they celebrate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they love Christmas. But, yeah, I don't know that they go to church other than Christmas. <laughs> and do do they even go to church on Christmas? Is there a church There's component There's a midnight of it? mass. Oh, yeah, you're right. In, you're right. in one of the two Christmas episodes. <laughs> Your favorite episodes of this My show. My favorite episodes of this show. Can you believe it? They fit one more in in the last two episodes of season three. Do they? No, I think what it do. <laughs> no, I'm just. I don't know. I don't know what's coming yet. <laughs> you don't know what's coming, <laughs> and I do. Uh, uh, should we watch Roswell in Mexico now? <sighs> I think I need to drink a diet mountain or something. <laughs> but yeah, let's do it. Where did this episode start? Even I'm having a okay. hard time. Like. We started with an intervention for Liz. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So Liz was at the crash down. Crash down's closed. She's working on an equation to try to figure out how to get to the portal dimension, the pocket dimension. Right, right, right. And Rosa comes in and is like, You're an addict. You're an addict. You need to lay off. And then she's like, what are you going to do? Have an intervention on me? And then a bunch of people show up. And she's really mean about it, too, being like, you're a fucking addict yourself. Yeah. So, like, back off. You can't tell me anything. Right. And that's when everyone else shows up. And she's not much nicer to them, but she does kind of seem to listen to them. How are you feeling about um, Dark Liz now? Like, last episode, we were like, Dark Liz, we kind of like it, especially when she's talking to Max. We don't like it when she's down on Rosa. I guess I'm not seeing, outside of how it strains her relationship with Max, Yeah, I don't know that I'm really seeing the downside of Liz being a super genius. I mean, other than she is very mean to Rosa. She's mean to Rosa, and we don't like that. We don't like that. And she's also physically shaky. Yeah. But I guess I wish she was having some nosebleeds or some like other thing. There was thing. like some physical toll. Yeah, there was some it, physical yeah. toll. Because like, what, she's snotty and smarter than everyone else? Is that really such a bad life? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, no, not it's, it's not that bad a life. Ryan, we would both know. <laughs> Being snotty and smarter than everybody else. It's fine. It's you fine. deal with it. Yeah, you still have some if, friends. It's okay. It's a small number, but you know that they can stand you, so you have that going for you. That's right. At that point, all of your friends are ride or die. <laughs> what do you have? Casual acquaintances who enjoy your company? Get out of here. Get out of here. That's not real. <laughs> I assume. I assume. I've seen it on TV, but I don't know. I don't think it's real. I don't, it sounds made up. People who just get excited to see you and are like, that's going to be a pleasant time. 
that's not going to be a chore at all. That doesn't exist. Those that relationships. Person, there's nothing that person could do that would make me feel small. Right. All right. So that's that's the true sci-fi premise of the show. Uh. But I mean, they on like the characters are a little bit dealing with they're dealing with a, those relationship questions, yes. right? So Max and Liz, obviously, like Liz too too mean too mean to Max. Although Max doesn't seem to care. No, he's not hurt by it or anything, but he's worried about Liz. He right, right. He sees her obsession and is concerned by it. Yes, it, but is like kind of just there to take the punches. Yeah. Right, like he's well, and when you talk about ride or die, and yeah, I mean he's he's in it for the like. I think she would have to murder him. Like I don't know what she could do. <laughs> it would, it would, yeah, he's to like he's simping for her heart. Yeah, he's he's all in. Yeah, there's like he's as much as he hasn't been able to get her to accept a proposal. Like he's treating her like his wife. Like yes, totally. He can't leave. It's funny to compare this to the Max and Liz that we care a lot more about from yes. original Roswell and him being like, we need to talk about what you said to me in the desert. <laughs> like <laughs> this Max is like, it's okay. I understand you're saying some awful shit to me. Yeah. You said some crazy stuff. It was really funny when she said, I'm sorry that I said you dragged me down. Right. She didn't say, say you, you don't, don't drag, drag me down. down. <laughs> no. And as smarties, we caught that. Yeah. We were both like, mm, yes, careful, careful, careful word wording. choice. I'm sorry that I told you. I'm sorry I revealed that I feel this way about you, which I do feel that way, and you do do that. And it is true. <laughs> no, I guess, yeah, I'm... Especially because the kind of the climax of this movie is, or the climax of this episode, is Liz using her smarts to outsmart Clyde in a way no one has outsmarted Clyde this well. All yeah. season. Well, she and, makes him lose a hand. Yeah. Well, and she does it in a very Walter White season yes. one, tricking Tuco with the meth yes. that's not meth kind of way, throwing her science down on the ground to make an explosion, right? So maybe that's what it is. She's Walter Whiting, and I guess I'm still like season one Breaking Bad where- Were you is like, it so bad? He needs, yeah. he needs to make the money for the cancer. And so what if he enjoys himself a little bit while he's doing it? Everyone, it the whole thing doesn't have to be a slog. People just don't understand Walter White. I think, I don't know how long I felt that way, but I think I did have a lot of, I had a lot of sympathy for Walter White in yeah, the totally. early seasons. I, even as he's doing pretty despicable stuff like murdering people. Yeah. And dissolving their bodies uh, in <laughs> acid. Yep. I guess Jesse does that, but only because they flipped a coin. Yeah. <laughs> he's a party to it, for sure. He's definitely a party to it. Um, But yeah, so... I'm proud of Liz for what she does on these drugs. <laughs> it's true. Actually, actually, that is true because she is mean to Rosa. Yes. Yeah, it's not but, good. But one of the things that like, and the show actually does a pretty good like bait and switch yeah, on I us here that. where uh, it seems like Liz in a, uh, you know, withdrawal shakes rage, um, knocks Rosa out and runs away. Yes. When in reality, Clyde came in and used alien magic on Yeah, her. Clyde and Vanessa yeah. as a tag team. That's right, because Vanessa is mind being mind-controlled. Um, and then he, like, what, what do you think is the range on his mind control? Because, like, he's way back in the mine, and Vanessa's back at the crash down. 
Like gonna jump off. The, I think he. I could think he can do it anywhere in Roswell. Just indefinite, like yeah. Same time zone, maybe. Maybe, we haven't really explored that power very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it made me wonder: is like, is this? I guess this is what Clyde's power is, or is he still stealing powers from the Ophiuchus bond, where he can have conduit have- to other people's powers? And is it conduit to anybody's powers, or just conduits to Jones's powers? Or are all the Ophiuchus people connected? This is a question that we didn't have an answer. Also, it's re- it's confirmed slash revealed, and I don't. This is as a person who's been watching this show for four seasons. We find out that the symbol that is like the symbol of the show, the symbol that Max was called to and got tattooed on his body, and then Michael got tattooed in honor of Max. So they both have it, but the symbol that like appears, it's the symbol of Ophiuchus, which as discussed is the group that follows Jones. Yes, it's Jones's religion that he made yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I really was hoping it was something else. I was hoping it was something else, too. But. And, obviously, we both sort of thought it was something else for a little while. Yeah. Because we've been saying that that's, like, the resistance against Jones. It's very confusing, it's the way they confusing. use the term Ophiuchus. Especially because they use it as a noun. They use it as a the people of Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. They say things like Ophiuchus says. Which personifies Ophiuchus. Right. You don't say Lutheran says. No, but you can say that like Judaism says. It's sloppy. It's sloppy. It's sloppy. And like it almost seems intentionally confusing. Yeah. At one point in this episode, they used, they, they made it an adjective uh, that they were like Ophiuchin. Yeah. Um, which bugged me a little bit. It was it's like the first time we heard Oasian. Yeah. And we we're like, what what? <laughs> what what are what are they saying? <laughs> what words? Oh, of or relating to Oasis. Yes. Okay, great. Um but yeah, it's it was all I'm I'm still struggling to understand Ophiuchus. I mean I guess I'm not struggling to understand it. I'm struggling to understand like the way they talk about it. Yeah. I also wish that we, and part of it's because these guys appeared when Jones was dead, but like, it's very interesting, this idea that they have this bond that makes it so that they can give each other powers. Yeah. But like, we never got to see that in action because Jones has been dead. No. So it's kind of a bump. Like I would, that would have been a cool thing to watch. And maybe, maybe in the next two episodes, it something will happen and we'll get to see powers transfer but just well, the idea saw, of a triad sharing powers i really like right that or like magnifying each other's powers mm-hmm. or whatever like all of that is very compelling the idea that a, a triad is stronger together yes um or able to do something different together. or maybe this isn't have doesn't have to do with a triad yeah maybe it doesn't yeah maybe it's all just a fiacus and... just a fiacus but yeah i like it would be cool if liz put something in michael and max's tattoos and then they have amplified powers yeah that would be very cool that would i mean there's only two episodes left so who knows but yeah that was a cool idea that they put in but it just because jones is already dead and tezka has already switched sides and bonnie is in a pocket dimension there's yeah it's and, Bonnie, and we find out bonnie Clyde. doesn't have that tattoo right right so it's like i wish that we had learned about this tattoo and then we got to see it in action among people who were around right. but maybe we will but i mean maybe uh Maybe uh, Shivani gets the tattoo. And that would be interesting. She gets powers from huffing the alien mist, and then Shivani and Clyde are like our our twin big bads. I mean, we already know she doesn't get powers from taking the mist because we've seen her take the mist. She just gets smart. Yeah, she could do something else to become alien, have alien in her. 
Yeah. Like she could inject herself with alien stuff. Right, right. But she's not that good a scientist. So I don't think... She... And what if Allie comes back? Maybe Allie comes back and turns his, her wife into an alien. You and I are such suckers for any moment that we think Shiri I know, they might really made us the show. Because <laughs> the end of the episode, we cut from like something fairly intense was going... Oh, it was when Alex is like, hey, let's get married. We're going to talk about that a lot. Yeah, we will. But he's like, hey, let's get married right now with Dallas. And then the cut to, which I thought we might cut to them standing on a vista with Dallas... Right, something related like, I to thought that. We, right. Yeah. No, we cut to dead girl. Dead girl in a man-made pod. Dead girl in man-made pod. And Shivani's standing over her, and then someone be like, someone's at the gate. Right. Or there's an issue at the gate. And we were like, <gasps> it's Allie! It's Allie! No, it wasn't. No, it's not. And it, it may never it be. It may never be again. She may just appear as the, the sheriff, the old sheriff in Liz's mindscape. Which I found satisfying for what it was. But yeah, I will miss but her. But I just want season. more. I just I want, want more. more. And I, I want yeah. real Allie, not just Liz's head Allie. <laughs> yeah, how, how weirdly unsatisfying it would be to only get make believe Allie on the how, show. I here's the thing, I can't even co-sign that because I think there's a really good chance that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. We've only got two episodes left. I know. We're running out of chance. We're running out of space for her. Oh. Um but so yeah, so I don't know if I hate bad Liz as much as we're supposed to. Yeah, I mean it's it it is it is tough to hate her because like she doesn't she's not truly that bad. And the thing that like they try to make us think that she was bad yeah. about ended up not being right. She real. didn't do that. She didn't do that. It is also like uh, it was a thing where I was like, come on, show. Rosa wouldn't know that she got hit in the head with yeah. a lamp, and it's like, oh no, she didn't get hit in the right. head with a lamp. She- it is just kind of funny then that she's like, I don't know, I guess I got knocked out by this lamp. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. That's not a bad deduction. She hasn't done the taking the mist or anything. Right. But like you would you would feel the trauma to your head. She had a headache. <laughs> she said. She said she had a headache. She doesn't remember what happened. And she looked over and a, a lamp was broken. But there's a difference between having a headache and having been hit in the head. When you don't remember... Yeah, you think, I think you so. would just be like, oh, I think I just blacked fell. out. Yeah, she's, she's Wait, like, you fell? Yeah. And don't remember things, but you didn't have a head trauma? What are you talking about? That's not... That's true. That's true. That's true. I'm getting combative again. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you have been hit in the head with a lamp, you can feel it, and it's not just a headache. I'm saying if you... I think the most obvious thing, and we're also on a TV show. Right. But the most obvious thing, if you black out, mm-hmm. you're going to think you got hit in the in head. In the head. Because you're on a TV show. Because you're on a TV show. And I'll right. concede in, that. In real life, if like right now I blacked out for 20 minutes and when I came to, you were gone. Right. I mean, I would call you. But I would be like, I wouldn't assume that I, hit that you I the got head hit in the, the head. Yeah. But I would be deeply freaked out of of the blackout of time of course it's the but i think it's because you're on tv you assume it is such a tv logic thing yeah so i guess i guess acknowledging that we are in tv logic that like that that is a conclusion that you would draw it's just funny to see a a a person on the show be like well i guess i must have been hit in the head with this lamp It almost would have made more sense if someone else said, you must have gotten hit in the head with this lamp. Yeah, and then she'd be like, I don't remember. 
but yeah, I don't remember right. anything. I don't yeah. have a bump or like whatever, but like someone else like, oh, puts the pieces together. Right, right. That that would make more sense to me. How do you feel about the uh that we see what or we see that Liz has already been taken by uh Clyde yeah. before we get the uh, sort of like mindscape reveal of what happened in that scene. I almost I I, I wish that it was reversed, yeah, right? That would that, be cool. Um once we see what happened in that scene and then like so, oh no, uh, oh no, Clyde's got Liz, and then yeah. cut to Liz in the mine. I don't know though, because I really liked the cut to Liz in the mine. Because that really that's did that make was, my brain go, oh shit, everything yeah. we thought is true isn't true. Right. Well, then I guess it, it almost like makes me then. Then why do you do the other scene? You have to pick one reveal. The, the show yeah, did two did reveals on the same information. And I feel like they did it so that they could have. Uh, Isabel and Kyle flirt with each other or be awkward with each other, whatever we're calling it. Yeah, exactly. The both of them want to be together, but they both think the other person, what? It's, it's so artificial. And the, it also, and maybe it's age or something. Cause maybe, but they're old. They're not, they're not teenagers. Right. But like when you've already slept with your friend, you shouldn't be this awkward with your friend. No, you should just get normal. You should, or sleep together again. Right, right, right. Like, if you already slept together, and you're still both really attracted to each other. Right, as you obviously are. As you obviously are. It just feels silly that they're, like, putting up these, like, but he said to be friends. Well, and it's just, yeah, I mean, that's... that's it's the, like, don't you catch vibes? Don't you catch vibes? Also, don't you, like... Why for each of them is the default like, well, I'm just going to do whatever the other person says in this yeah. moment. So like for Kyle before it, when is Isabel was like, we should just be like normal around each other. This doesn't have to be weird. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, okay. And then when he tells her that in reverse, then she's just like, oh, okay. Like neither of them seems to be content with pursuing what they actually want in the relationship. Yes. And I think the show is trying to say that neither of them is, are willing to be vulnerable to the other one. Right, but they just, they already slept together. They already, right? But yeah, but to me, it's like they're, they're already emotionally intimate. Yeah. And now they've slept together and they know each other really well. How, I guess that's, it's the vibe. It's how do they not catch how the vibe catch from the each vibe? other? Right. Like it's one thing before you slept together. It's one thing when you don't know each other that well. Mm-hmm. It's one thing when you don't have that like emotional relationship already. So you don't really know. But like Kyle can't tell when. Isabel is blushing because she's a little turned on. Like, how is Kyle not right. picking that up? Right. Like, well, and also, like, it's not really clear to me why, other than like out of self defense, that Kyle yeah. is even saying this, right? That, like, I think Kyle does want well, to be with her. The last thing Kyle said to her was, like, I will wait for you. And she right. said, don't. Don't. Right. So, like, so he is protecting himself. He's protecting himself. And I think she's. I blame her. Here's the thing. He should be picking up the vibes. She should be picking up the vibes. Her superpower is empathy. Her superpower is empathy. <laughs> she should be picking up the vibes. He should be picking up the vibes. Yes. But I blame him less because she's the one who's had a change of heart. Yes. So she really needs to. The idea that she expected him to show up after she, he said, I will wait for you. She said, do not wait Don't for do me. Don't do that. That he's supposed to show up and be like, well, turns out I waited for you. And then that's going to give her an opening. Yeah. It's like, come on, Isabel, you can make some, you can, you can offer 
anything. Though again, she's sending vibes out like candy. Like crazy, yes. Like, well, and uh, honestly, the chemistry between the actors, working. Working. No, I'm going to, when this season ends with them together, I'm not going to be unhappy about it. No, I'm going to be fine with it. I'm in a way that I think a year ago, I was not sure that I would feel that way. Well, we were frequently frustrated with Kyle because it's like, bro, (laughs) like have a little self-respect here, right? Like represent (laughs) your own interests ever. Just wait and it'll work out. That's the message is if you start to fall in love with your friend who shows no interest in you and dates other people. Wait. Let her walk all over you, yep. and then eventually she sleep with you, and then eventually she realizes she has feelings for you. But like that is eventually, yeah, like, a there year. Is, there is a lot of time a between year one where and you the put next, your yes. entire life on hold for yep. her. Yep, and then eventually, and she hurts, she breaks your heart a bunch of times, <laughs> just like a bunch of times, a bunch of times, not on purpose. She's not no, mean, no, but she does she, break she, your she heart. Is care- she is careless with your heart. To the extent that she knows at that point, again, before they slept together, and maybe and I'm superpowers empathy. <laughs> yeah, and maybe I'm being romantic or something, but like I just feel like at this point, these two people should know each other well enough yes, I that agree. they shouldn't be mysteries to each other. Like what mysteries are left? Well, and also again, not to just like keep driving back to like the actors who yeah. have chemistry. Chemistry. Because like we will see examples of other couples on this show yes. not displaying this sort of chemistry with each yes. other. Um, and these two just have it. They just have it. They just have it. It's the strongest chemistry in the episode, I think. Easily. I think Max and Liz, it's dead. Yeah. And I don't know if right now it's dead because... Because she's being evil, Liz. Because she's being evil, Liz, and he's just trying to be forthright, you know, supportive guy. Yeah. Because I don't think that that's his, like... I think devoted is a good color on him, but, mm-hmm. like, supportive the way he's being support like liz's number one fan looks really good on him yeah but like but like liz's number one fan who's like gonna do something a little bit too reckless for her yes like that's a good look that's for a max good look. Evans. and he has not been showing those colors no he's not the most reckless thing he did was give up his powers which is like the least reckless thing a pu- and, person and can honestly, do maybe the least sexy thing that he could have done absolutely like how can you be turned on on someone who gave up their powers which you, which you didn't baby want them boy. to do. Right, because you are worried about your safety. Right, right. And the safety of maybe the world. Like, we don't know what, what Bonnie and Clyde and Tesco yeah. were going to do. It turns out they just wanted to go home. Is they that, just wanted to go home. I think that's what the whole freaking thing is. Or did, wait, or did they have more of a mission and it just fell apart because... Bonnie was too in love with Earth, and because Tezka has now been de-brainwashed, so now Clyde is like, fuck it, I just gotta bail on this thing. Maybe, but I, that's not in the text. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the text, it's making it sound like he like was that's called all by he was Jones to, do. to... Go back to Oasis. Yeah, to make the alight- alighting happen, and the alighting is just Liz helping them leave Earth, which is the l- least interesting thing that the alighting could be. I mean, we don't know for sure, I guess. Yeah, I guess I, I hadn't really put it together. Because I, I know, obviously, that that's what Clyde was saying. He was saying two things. One, I want you to help me get this portal to yeah. open to Oasis so I can go home. Well, first, I so want I you to remove Earth. my tattoo. Right. Because the current uh, portal system doesn't yeah. allow people with this tattoo to go through it. Yeah. Um, a, that, and B, Liz Parker will bring, not Parker, Liz Ortega will bring about the alighting. Yeah. Oh. So maybe they're not the same thing. Will Max and Michael not be able to go because they're tattoos? 
but they're not like they're not real like, tattoos. Yeah, they're not like made of the special. They're just symbols on their body. I guess I don't I know guess. what Theo's uh, science dictated. Right, because it, it could just be they scan your body, and if you have that shape branded, right, it's, into it's like you, a QR code. It could just be a QR code. <laughs> if it reads it, then it's like nope, 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 not nope. not letting you through. You can look at our menu with apps, <laughs> but you are not going through. That's right. Um, yeah, it's hard to know. Theo seems to be very smart, though. Theo He's does, like the yes. Liz of his generation, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of funny because they needed a Liz. I feel like the the show didn't invent Theo as a character. Right. In the 47 flashbacks, but that crew could have used totally. a super scientist. Yes. I mean, they had Isabel's mom, who's okay. Right. And Max and Michael's mom, who's okay. But they kind of need, like, needed a... They needed really, a Liz, and that's, did, that yeah, would have been Theo. Theo. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is funny how much of uh, Dallas in this episode is just like, well, I'm following the clues my daddy gave me. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's not a super active character. Um, and, like, the one thing that he does do is get the, get he and Bonnie trapped inside the shipping yes. container, which is a trap, of course, set by... Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> Alex, Alex is back. <laughs> I understand why, sort of, that they gave him the gas mask. But, like, who did we think it was going to be? Oh, yeah. Who like, else disguise- is in the pocket dimension? Yeah, it would be one thing if we had seen that guy. I don't know. Yeah, if we had seen him wasn't- on, like, a ridge earlier yes. and, like, you know, because uh, he's carrying a gun. He's got, like, a, a cloak yeah. and this gas mask, which is, like, theoretically a scary profile, but right? But we know there is one other yes. human. We only know of one other human who is in the pocket dimension, and it's a good guy. Right. And then it turns out to be, it's, like. And again, maybe this is, if I was folding laundry while watching this, this would be a fun reveal. But it's like, duh, it's Alex. Duh, of course it's Alex. Well, and also the show doesn't, uh, we have maybe like four seconds yeah, of not, not knowing long. who this is. Uh, and then we Mr. find out Man another is. reason for the gas mask. Right. Though, as you said, radiation doesn't really go through your breathing You don't so really much. breathe radiation. You're yeah, just exposed you're to exposed it. It goes yeah. through everything except for lead. Isn't the shipping container a lead-lined yeah. trap? So that's where that's where Alex, Alex should have should be been. Hanging out. Yeah, to protect himself from the radiation. No, he's going to his old house, which somehow wasn't in the forties. And instead, he's protecting himself with a fucking gas mask. Alex, I don't know, man. Alex is no Liz. I'm not going to say you deserve this, but I don't. I don't know. He had a, a Faraday cage that he could hide in from radiation, and said he's walking around in a cloak and a gas mask. Yeah, I don't know. Also, so he he baited it with alien glass, right? Yeah. Uh, Hoping to catch... Bad aliens. Sure. Though, I mean... How long has he been alone? Again, and I know we there's only so many episodes and we don't get to dictate how the episodes are. I think an episode (laughs) of Alex just wandering around trying to figure this shit... Because it's complicated where he is, and it only... We have a lot of context for it. Alex had no... He just pulled over on the side of the road right and fell into a sni- a uh, a sinkhole sinkhole well and also like that sinkhole's been there since the 40s right presumably so why isn't there other shit in there like why aren't there other people that have like fallen into there that like can't get out it's it's the 
Well, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It is in the middle of nowhere. And like that, that is a, a compelling idea that both of these shows draw on that there's yeah. this like vast expanse of wilderness yeah. that's sort of mind blowing to think about like how much empty fucking space yeah. there is out in the desert. Um, but like the there's a, a disconnect between uh like seeing a mystery man in a mask and not having evidence of like any other people Mm -hmm. being in there if there was just you know like uh, over over the years people have fallen in there and have like formed nomadic tribes or just a skeleton i think you could have just shown a skeleton skeleton. yeah just show people come here and die or even if we had gotten somehow uh like through maria glimpses of this masked man uh stalking around with a gun oh no sorry i didn't finish my pitch yeah a whole episode a bottle episode yeah of alex in this parallel universe figuring out the rules of the parallel universe sure figuring out that he's in the 40s figuring out that some of the things that he remembers from his childhood still exist here figuring out that his house is here somehow somehow why why is the house here but he can't figure but that's what i love about is it blue in his house too or is the color kind of normal there because it's and this we couldn't figure we couldn't figure this out somehow and it might just be maria is able to bring to project regular to project normal times into the pocket universe or project normal stuff to her friends who are in peril or something. Sure. Right? But like we her, haven't seen evidence of that outside of this pocket universe thing. Right. Well, but her, her connection to, it seems to be more to people and not to a pocket universe. Right. But I'm trying to get her to make a house appear. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's why I'm saying it I mean, this it, way. It's, it's all impossible. <laughs> According to this, a house appears. So I'm trying right. to give Maria credit for the house appearing. Right. Otherwise, the only other person building buildings there is Theo, and Theo wouldn't build Alex's house. No, it wouldn't make any sense. So, but yeah, I, that that's a cool pitch. Having Alex like because have he no had no context. Because that's yeah. I so interesting. I mean, maybe I should just read a fic about it. But like that, he has no context for any of this. He doesn't know. He doesn't know much about Theo at all. He doesn't know. He didn't live. We've seen the 1940s more than he's seen the 1940s. Absolutely. So like that would be an interesting thing of like. What time period is this? Well, also the nineteen fucking forties. That's when the Maines are like raising fucking hell in Roswell, New Mexico. Like, yeah. Why isn't he being confronted with what his fucking ancestors did? Or he goes to the original Deep Sky and he sees that they're like torturing people. Yes. Or some. I don't know what he would see. Like Max and Michael torturing the psychopath. From yeah. The- <laughs> Spinning him around. Spinning him around in a chair really fast. And- <laughs> Alex is disgusted because it is 2022 and we don't we do don't that anymore. We don't torture anymore. That's some early 2000s shit. Uh, but so, uh, you know, Alex and Michael are eventually reunited. Yes. And they send uh, Dallas and Bonnie off to get fuel. Yeah, MacGuffin. MacGuffin. It's 10 miles away. Yeah. Um, and... They start smooching. Of course they do. They haven't seen each other in ages, and they love each other. And this is when Alex is like, hey. Well, first Alex said, first Michael confesses. Yes. I, when I was thinking about going home, I wasn't always thinking about going home to you. I was sometimes thinking about going home to Oasis. And then, Mac, and then Alex is like, well, it doesn't matter where you are, as long as we're looking at the same stars. Which... Would you be looking at the same stars? Great question. I understand the <laughs> the somewhere out there of the yeah the somewhere it. out there is romantic. Um, sleeping underneath the same right. big sky, but they're like like not the same. But he sky. couldn't really <laughs> say like as long as we're both drawing breath. Right, right, because well, 
Hold on. We All got right. we got to do these things in order. The so reveals guess, must come in order. I don't feel like this part rolls into the next part. So he says, even if you're on another planet, we'd be still looking at the same stars. Then he says, I want to get, will you marry me? I don't want to be away from you again. Right. Which so, is like, he just, you yes, just told him yes. he could go home to his home planet and you would still love him and it wouldn't break your bond. But now you're saying, marry me and never leave me, which seem incompatible sentiments. Absolutely. This unless is, you know. Yes. And, yes. Unless you know the follow-up, which is, by the way, I'm dying of radiation. first. Oh. Yes. First, he gets a yes. First, he gets a, he gets the yes. <laughs> he gets the yes. He gets a yes, and Michael says, I, I love you so much, it's embarrassing. It's Which is cute. Which is cute. Um. And then Alex is like, okay, so here's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> one more thing. One, it's just one more thing. I'm dying of radiation poisoning. He says, I think I'm dying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then reveals that he's got, you know, like uh, purple spidery veins, yeah. whatever, coming out of his chest. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. It looks like he's uh, being taken over by uh, some. And he has been there force. for a long time. Yeah. He's been there for yeah. months. Mm-hmm. So, like, he might be dying of radiation poisoning. Yeah. Um, and he would be dying a lot slower if he'd been inside his uh, yeah, lead cage. Yeah, he'd stayed in the lead cage. Um, and so that's that. That's it. That's 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 the order in which we get the information, which is a betrayal. It is so <laughs> wrong. Like it is so emotionally manipulative. Yeah. And and I don't think it's typical of Alex. No, I don't think so. Either. I think honestly, not saying anything would be more typical. Like suffering in silence and then just dropping dead. Yeah. You think with or without the marriage proposal? With the, maybe the marriage proposal. Sure. But then just being like, and like coughing up blood. And then. <laughs> blue blood. Blue blood. And then just die and be like, I didn't want to tell you. I like seeing you happy. Um, but no, I, I, I mean, think. Honest, in- honestly, that'd be a stronger story beat, right? Of, of him being like, Dallas, Dallas has to marry us now. Yeah. And being like, what is your problem? He's like, we don't know when we're going to get out of here. Let's just have Dallas do it now. Yeah. He's like okay i mean whatever whatever i'm happy to be with you again so yeah let's do it and then dies you know (laughs) but still okay here's the thing but even that both of these situations are like don't ever do this to someone no no i'm gonna throw down a rule here Uh uh-huh don't get married in a pocket dimension oh i don't think i feel that way okay all right i think it's okay to get married i think but you if in a pocket dimension if you are dying yeah you have to say that first yeah. before you propose. Right. You still can propose. You yeah. Can still get ma- I think dying people should be allowed to get married. I think so, too. But you have to front look. You can't get someone's yes to marriage before sharing that information. Yeah, I agree with that. But I also don't think you should look if you are in a situation where you are temporarily in an alternate you reality. Don't know that it's temporary. I suppose you don't know that's temporary, but you hope that it's temporary, right? Like the goal is to get out of that dimension. Sure. People have all kinds of goals if they fail to reach. I yes. think you just don't get married in an alternate reality. I think you wait till you get back to your home reality and then you get married. So you don't think that. Sawyer and Juliet would have been happier had they been able had a wedding. Ooh, Sawyer and Juliet is a powerful counter argument, but I don't. Even, I don't know that that's an alternate reality. They've just traveled through time together. It is by all. How, 
okay, okay, you're right. It's not an alternate. It's not technically an alternate reality, but it has many of the earmarks. It does have many of the earmarks. That we, it, it has the, we don't, we're in this alternate, this other thing. We don't think we're ever going to go back to where we're from. They also like had a happy life together in the, in the 70s. If, um, if Michael and Alex had developed a happy life together in the pocket dimension, I'd say, okay, then get okay, married so, in the pocket so dimension. Okay, so in your, your alternate universe rule, that applies. If you build a stable, yeah, yeah. happy life together, yeah. get married. Then it's okay. But if you are in a struggling life where you're maybe going to die and you may, you, all you're thinking about is getting home, yes. don't get married. Don't get married there. Just like uh, in, if you're like in Inception, don't get married in someone else's dream. Right, like you want to get married in in something that is at least very real to you, a pocket dimension, someone else's dream. I'm gonna say the '70s is okay because you've been there for a couple of years okay. and you've built a life there on the island. I think that's all okay. That's interesting. I guess maybe I just don't think of marriage in the same way that you do. I don't know that you need. You just need the commitment to one another. Yeah. So I think it's okay to be 100% committed to somebody even when you're in an alternate u- universe or in a parallel pocket dimension. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you can't I don't I, I don't you shouldn't register for gifts. <laughs> like like you're right, you don't want to build your At life the there. It is, there is something inherently dimension. like temporary about this situation, yeah. but like you know, pledging fealty to another person yeah, when I just think that you can, and I'm not married, but I'm yeah. in a long-term committed yes. relationship, I think you can have commitment without getting married. And so I think the the so, hold on. No, but this is hold on. No, you, just one second. Um, that uh, I think that there's a difference between uh, getting married and being married. And for them to like, because getting married is a thing where you are associating like uh, a time and a space and people with this moment where you are committing to each other. And to have that in a nightmare pocket dimension stuck in the 40s, that's the part that feels like, don't do that. Don't I mean, tie I think your... the assumption is you're going to have a regular wedding when you get back, if you get back. Oh, well, if we're going to have a regular wedding when we get back, then just have the regular wedding when you get back. You don't know that you're going to get back. <laughs> I think live for today. If you want to be married to somebody and you're stuck in a pocket dimension, I don't think you should not get engaged if, or if not you survive. Get if you survive it, man, I don't know. I don't. I then and you get out of the pocket dimension. Then every time you talk about like how you got married, be like, yeah, we got married in that pocket dimension. It's why you don't settle on a bad venue. I think people should be allowed to get married at bad venues. I think they should be allowed. I just say don't do it. Interesting. I, yeah, and I didn't mean to say that the only way two people can commit to one another is being married, but some people that's very important to them. Yes. And those are the people that we're talking about. Yes. People who don't care that much about getting married are never going to have this conflict. (laughs) I mean, most people won't have this conflict. We have very little exposure to pocket dimensions. Right. Just Alex and Michael. And for them. And Dallas and Bonnie. Okay. Does it change that Alex is going to die? You still don't think they should get married? I mean, I don't think they should. <sighs> He's dying, Patrick. He is dying. You think that they should just never get married because they happen to be in a pocket dimension as Alex I think they dying. should get out of that pocket dimension. Well, yeah! <laughs> and then worry about the <laughs> wedding after that. Here's, 
here's a real thing. Yeah. I'm not feeling the chemistry between these actors. That has been going on all season. And it's it really disappointing because at one point they had bucket loads. Oh, yeah. And they were very shippable. And I don't know if it's because the angst has gone away or. But like, shouldn't there still be angst? They're stuck in a pocket dimension and he's dying. Like, that's yeah. angsty. I, yeah. But I'm not getting the thrill that I used it. to yeah. get with them. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. It... Yeah. I mean, I, you're right. I could be totally turned around on everything if only I believed that they like cared about each other. Yeah. You know? Well, I believe that they've settled with each other. I believe that, too. I guess that is what the vibe that they're giving me. Yeah. Like, when you're a friend has somebody and they're like, oh, well, they're going to marry that person. <laughs> and you're like, well, well they're, they're going to do it. May as well get married in the pocket dimension. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. If they're settling for each other, they can I think, settle for it. Yeah. If yeah. they could. And that's what it feels. It feels like they are. And I use the word commitment in a in a. Hot, loftier sense earlier but yeah. they just feel like they're committed to being together versus passionately can't live without each other love yeah which i think i used to feel about them right now they're just like scheduled to be together yeah well what are they gonna do date forest oh forest that would have been funny if forest was in the pocket that dimension. would be so funny <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah i've been here since i left on that bus to go to my bus my fell book in the tour. sinkhole did you think my book tour was still going on it's been years why didn't you come looking for me? <laughs> you work for Deep Sky. You should know about the alien stuff. did come looking for <gasps> him. And so he was so happy. That's the episode we need to see. Oh, that would. And then he died of radiation. Yeah. So I think it happened. Okay. So that did that happened off screen. That's why Alex knows what's happening to him. Yes. Because he watched it happen to poor Forrest. And maybe that's Forrest's gas mask. And like, because Alex is smart enough to know that that wouldn't work. But Forrest. Forrest is a gentle humanities yeah. boy. He wouldn't he wouldn't have put two right. and two together. So he was wearing that gas mask. And so now Alex wears it as like a tribute to him. Someone that he had feelings for, but like yes. wasn't his soulmate. No. That's it. That's what happened. Okay. I, I think I like that. I still think if you know you're dying, you <laughs> owe it to people before you, you before you ask them to marry you. I agree with this 100%. So I guess we're all dying. So do you have to remind your fiance, your potential fiance before you get engaged? You remember we're we're but in meat sacks. Remember, remember we're we're, we're slowly dying. We're slowly dying. We're slowly I will die, die. On, a, on a planet that's quickly dying. The best thing that could happen after you marry me it's is that so I will die on week. you. <laughs> yes, that's right. That I mean the yes, because that means that you didn't die on me. That's yeah. That's as good as it's getting for us. Um. I do think it's interesting that, like, a normal part of the wedding vows is till death do you part. That, like, we have to acknowledge it in there. Like, by the way, one of you is going to die before the other one does. I guess. I had never thought about it that way. I hadn't really thought about it that way either until, like, just now talking about it of, like, do you have... Because you do have to acknowledge uh, the death of the other person when you get married. Yes, but you're also saying, like... Whether we have money, we don't have money. Right. When Whether you're we're sick, sick when or, we're feeling yeah. better. And the only way you get out of this is if one of us dies. Right. And one of us will die and then the other one will die. Well. Maybe both of us die together in like a car accident. What we're not acknowledging is 50% of marriage is then a divorce. So also that. there's also a good chance right. neither of us is dying on the other. But we can't say that in the vows. No, you cannot. And then also, like, even after you get a divorce, like, one of you is still going to outlive the other. 
Yeah, but you just might not know about it. Yeah. Wow, that's It weird. won't be your business. Yeah. I don't know where to go from there. Oh, okay. With you looked like you had something. I did. Well, I, I just, I, I. So I do you? Like okay, here's a question. Yeah. Do you think we will see a wedding before the season is over? Yes. I mean, I think you, we'll see it in the pocket. You think dimension. it's gonna be in the pocket dimension? Yeah. Um. Do yeah. Uh, do you think we see Alex die? No, I think he's going to be on death's door. He's gonna come through to the regular dimension, and then Kyle and uh, Liz will use magic science and save him. Yeah, that sounds like because right. nobody really gets. No one's in mortal danger on this no. show. Have we, what, we've had no main characters die, right? I mean, die, but then come back. Noah, but he right. turned out to be evil. Right. And Jones, I guess. And Jones. So we've had bad guys die. Yeah. But none of our core. None of the pod squad. Yes. None of the pod squad. Pod squad. We didn't spend any time with Tezka in this episode. Are you sad? No, I'm just noting that she was talked about a couple times. Yeah. Um, but uh, we didn't really get to spend any time with her. We touched on um, Rosa, like, should she be going back to New York? Yeah. And she's just kind of like, no, I'm here to help my sister. It is funny that she sees herself as a sponsor, and it's like, Rosa, sisters should not be sponsors. Sisters should not be sponsors. <laughs> That's not. You're too close to it. You're way too close You're to it. You're way too close to it. Um, your experience as an addict is valuable, but you're way ooh, too close. What to if it. Arturo noticed Liz was acting strange and oh, thought Liz was on drugs? No. That would have made me, I think, would have made me totally be on team. Liz needs help. Yeah. If totally. Arturo, if like she snapped at Arturo. Yeah. Because he cleaned the the glass that she's been drawing her equations on. Oh, Arturo. That. I can't believe the only Arturo we've gotten this season was also in the the Liz Mindscape. No, we got him um, the episode where she realizes she doesn't want to marry Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But you're right. It's been minimal. We we could always use more. We could always use it. And more. honestly, bring back Mrs. Orteco. I yeah. would love to see her. She was a weird schemer. She was a weird schemer. <laughs> And her and her sister told her, her daughter told her to leave and never come back. I'd love to see that yeah, confrontation. That that's fantastic. I'm into it. I forgot about Arturo's churros at the beginning. Of Arturo's the, churros. Forgot about those. So okay, what do we think now? Clyde and Shivani are teaming up. Yep. Clyde missing a hand. Does he ever get that hand back? Can he huff some gas to get? Well, back. if he has access to Jones, he in- implicates indicates that he has access to Jones' power because he says he can save the bait, the little girl. Mm-hmm. So, if that's true, he can probably heal his own hand. Sure, I would believe that. I mean, Max can heal himself, and he can like grow back limbs and stuff too. I mean, I guess there's no like rhyme or reason to how powerful yeah. the healing magic is, but yeah, I don't know that we've seen him grow back a limb, but that doesn't mean he can't do it. I mean, we know that like Deadpool can do that. Deadpool can grow back a hand. Yeah, Deadpool and Max have the same power set. I believe that. The other thing, and and maybe this is gonna be what Shivani learns, but like, it almost killed Max to bring Rosa back, or it did kill Max to bring Rosa back. Right. So I don't know that Clyde can bring Nicole back, or that anyone can without dying. Which is kind of what we saw in. OG Roswell too is Max. I guess this isn't bringing someone back from the dead, but like uh, curing the old age. Of, oh yeah, yeah, the old age curing. Yeah, of 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 uh, C- 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 Carter. 
What's Clay- it? Clayton. 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 Yeah. What's interesting with that is we know that he couldn't save Alex, mm-hmm. and he couldn't save Grandma Nana. What was her name? Yeah. Grandma Claudia. I can't Nana remember. Claudia. Um, couldn't save her, but then he could save Clayton. But only at the expense of his own youth and then life. Well, yeah, his whole body disintegrated. I mean, what happens if... And did he really save Clayton? Not really. Not really. Because um, then he was inside Clayton's mind and just like punching and kicking his way yeah. out until he made him struggle, strangle his own wife. Yep. Um, but what if uh, Clyde uses his powers to bring back Shivani's daughter, um, ages up uh, irreparably turns to dust mm-hmm. and is now he is inside the mind of Shivani's daughter who's walking around now. I don't know what that gets us, but that feels like the kind of thing the well, show does it, could does do. Does he look like Clyde? No. Oh, no, well, yeah, sure. He has to, right? That's Those then, are the rules. I mean, then it would be very weird for Shivani. Yeah, because she'd be like, if do I like If your daughter comes this? back to life and looks like a 30-year-old man. She wouldn't try to have sex with him. Try. I'm just saying, that's the first thing that uh, Morgan Fairchild did. Well, we don't know that Shivani is interested in men. Yeah. I mean, she might be. She, she might, might be, be bi. She might be. But, yeah. And, she, and she's still married. I suppose. Al- Allie's think- never around. They are, they are married for sure. I bet they fuck around on each other. My read is that they don't spend any time together at all. Yes, but I don't know that Shivani takes time to do things like have affairs. That's a good point. She's pretty single-minded. She's very single-minded. But where will that mind take her next? We'll find out next week. Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.